Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. This show will begin shortly after these messages from our advertisers. Advertising is what keeps the show alive. Your support means they'll continue to advertise and the podcast will continue to be free. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you in bad pain? You know what I mean. Your knees hurt, your shoulder hurts, and your back. Oh my God, your back. They're constantly killing you. And I'm sure you've tried every pain pill or cream available at the drugstore. Am I right? Well, here is something you haven't tried. Pain Absolve. Pain Absolve is not available in any drugstore. The only way to get it is by calling today. We're so confident that it will work for you that we offer a free bottle with your purchase. No prescription needed. And best of all, each purchase comes with a money-back guarantee. Call now to find out how you can get Pain Absolve and get rid of your pain. Call 800-261-0783. That's 800-261-0783. 800-261-0783. Call today. 800-261-0783. Are you lacking a little something between paranormal and abnormal? You need the Into the Parabnormal store. Now open at parabnormalradio.com. From hoodies to shirts, accessories, and our digital music library, it's all available in the Into the Parabnormal store. Your purchase directly helps support the show. Thanks for buying from the Into the Parabnormal store at parabnormalradio.com. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. 
lights go down and the clock ticks close to the witching hour, somewhere between abnormal and paranormal, enter at your own risk into the paranormal. The reality is, as we're opening back up, more and more people mixing with strangers, not wearing face coverings. We have many municipalities that require uh, mandatory uh, mask wearing and people are simply not applying it. It's not about me, it's about we. And we have reciprocal responsibilities and a collective and a mutuality that says, I'm going to respect you and help you and you're going to help me and respect me. That's how you battle community spread. The conversation there from two governors, Andrew Cuomo in New York and Gavin Newsom in California, spelling it out why it is now a necessity to wear a mask to stop the spread of COVID-19 because this situation is not under control. I know that there are going to be some people not happy with my decision to do this program tonight. I know there are going to be some people who are going to be frustrated and who are going to be upset with me at the end of the program tonight. There have already been a couple people who have defriended me over this subject. It is a divisive subject. But you hear the governors there who are speaking unitedly, universally. And the Oregon governor and others, I'm sure, they are all saying the same thing, which is that we're going too quickly. And either we can shut it all down again, or you can just put on a mask. It's really not that hard. But for some people, it is. And it's not good enough that you have officials telling you, please, a little bit of a history lesson. It was during the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic that health experts also recommended that people wear masks universally. Some cities ordered residents to do so, or they would be fined. Or jailed, which I don't think is actually a bad idea today, given the situation we're in, because there is a lot of resistance out there. Back in the day, uh, there were even instructions published in newspapers in 1918 on how to sew your own mask at home. The Red Cross made thousands of cloth masks and distributed them. They actually stated, you must wear a mask, not only protect, protect yourself, but your children and your neighbor. And this is a quote. The man or woman or child who will not wear a mask now is a dangerous slacker. 1918, Red Cross. You see, there was urgency back then in getting some sort of cloth covering and using it when you were in public. And now is not any different, except that the death toll was much higher in 1918. And if we don't wake up, those who are still asleep... We could have a repeat. Don't be naive to think it can't happen. And one can no longer honestly say that the ordinary flu is worse than this COVID-19. Well, I mean, you can, but you would look like an idiot. Because the numbers just do not support that. And they haven't supported it for a while. But people living in the past haven't updated their age-old thinking. Now, more than four times as many people have died in the U.S. from the virus than last season's ordinary flu, and even estimates for this year's flu season. CDC reported January of this year 
the total for the 2018-2019 flu season. So again, we won't know what this flu season is like for another seven months or so. But we know that there were 34,000 deaths last year. And the CDC, as of the first week of April this year, has said that the 2019 and 2020 preliminary estimates for deaths are in the range of 24,000 to 62,000. Again, we're at 119,000 and counting COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. Now, Florida had 4,000 new cases in one day, their biggest spike yet. Oregon has seen their largest numbers ever this past week. The U.S. now has more than 2,200,000 cases, which is the most in the world. And Brazil is now second with more than 1 million cases. So, yeah, you can keep not wearing that mask, but I don't think that you're helping the situation. In fact, I know you're not helping the situation because the numbers show otherwise. The numbers show a spike. And at this point, we are seeing what experts are saying is not even a second wave. We haven't even gotten through the first wave And people are already talking about the second wave. This is not the second wave. We have a ways to go. Now, tonight's program called To Mask or Not To Mask, it is a decision. It's a decision that every person has the right to make for themselves. However, I think that people, when they are making this decision, are only thinking of themselves. They're not thinking about other people. And it is a selfish act. It is me versus everyone else instead of everyone together. Now, I know with social distancing, we can't all be together gathered. I'm not talking about that. But what I am talking about is that we should be using this as an opportunity to come together and to look out for each other and to protect ourselves and others from this deadly virus. Let's go to Colorado. Hello, you are on Into the Paranormal. Who's this? Hi, this is Anson from Colorado. Hi, Anson. How are you? That's a very good. interesting name. Thank you. I'm good. Does it have anything to do with uh, Happy Days? Uh, actually, it does. Oh. Uh, Imagine yeah, that. It was named after Potsy from, ha- from Happy Days. Uh, the actor's name was Anson Williams. That's where I get my name. That's an amazing story, but I'm, not, I'm guessing that's not why you called. No, uh, I called because I, I don't understand all these people who are, like, resisting wearing masks. I don't understand where they're coming from. Um, it seems like such a simple thing to do. Um, it, I equate it to the equivalent, like, if you're going into a store, they ask that you wear, um, they say, no sh- shirt, no shoes, no service. They have every right to say no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. Um, And, I mean, it's not like people are asking you to wear a mask 24-7. Just when you're going to be around more than 10 people at a time um, in close proximity. Any other time, it's not really necessary. Um, But, yeah, I I just don't get where people are coming from that, that think it's like stepping on their freedoms to ask them to wear a mask. Because here we are, and we have a situation where the numbers are showing that we are starting to have a spike in cases. Uh, And it's not just here in the U.S., but it's in other countries, and it's because people are gathering in numbers. 
So what have you seen around the the people that you associate with, which, you know, probably isn't many, but in your in your goings out, because we do have to go out and, and get groceries and get gas and get haircuts. And and now in, in my neck of the woods, actually, yesterday was the first time we could go out and sit down at a restaurant in a couple months. So I did that. What are you seeing in Colorado? Are people, for the most part, wearing a mask or are they flipping the bird? Um, for the most part here, everyone, uh, I'd say probably 90% of the time, uh, people are wearing a mask. There are a few that aren't. But when it first started, like when COVID-19 first started, um, and people, and, you know, the advice was to start wearing a mask, people around here were at first resistant to it. Um, but now even, you know, as the numbers increased and got worse, people kind of understood that, okay, maybe this is as serious as maybe as they said it was, maybe I should be wearing a mask. And it's not like mandated by, by government here that you should. It's just a recommendation. Um, but a lot of the businesses around here, they've just decided to adopt this policy on their own. Like, don't come into my business if you're not wearing a mask because they want to protect themselves, their customers, and their employees, which is totally understandable. And there's actual videos online of people being belligerent and out of control and threatening because they are confronted over their lack of wearing a mask and asked to turn around and leave and to return with a mask because they are not going to be let into that place. And that, uh, you know, is every right of the person who owns that establishment. And if we're talking about public facilities and and places that are you know owned by the government as well they set the rules yeah um yeah any any business is private property and it's no different than your own house like if you want to invite someone to their house and you want to tell them you have to wear a mask to come to my house that's your right to tell them that it's the same for any business and you don't have the right to be able to go to the store and buy groceries. Last time I checked, that's a privilege. Yes, agreed. It's a privilege to go to the store and to be able to buy items that make it easier for you to go about your life because not everybody can plant a farm. Well, and, and so the other flip side to this is like you don't even need to go to the grocery store. A lot of the places are offering um, free pickup. Just do your stuff online and then just go pick it up. You don't have to con come in contact with anybody and it's really not a big deal it's actually more convenient to do it that way yeah and and that's what we have decided to do so we've limited contact and that's it uh and last night we went out and we went to dinner for the first time like i said in three or four months it felt really really good just to get out of the house and to be in a place and have someone else do the cooking you know that didn't arrive delivered 30 minutes after it came off the grill and it's cold by the time it gets to you it really felt nice to do that. I appreciate you calling in so much, Anson. Yeah, it was a pleasure speaking with you, and I'd like to hear the flip side of this. Like, if anybody has a, a defense on why they they shouldn't have to wear a mask, I'd love to hear that on your show as well. Yeah, I, I would as well, because it's not just a one-sided argument. There are, and it's actually not even a two-sided argument. It's probably like an eight-sided argument. There are so many diverse opinions on this. That's one perspective. And I will give anybody who wants to call in the same respect that I gave that caller just because I happen to agree with him or because I may happen to disagree with you doesn't mean you won't get the same courtesy.
Now, if you want to go just unfriend me on Facebook, because that's just, it's going to make you feel better, then that's fine. You're actually just saving me a lot of time because then I don't have to weed through your crap in my feed. And I don't have to worry about what you might say on my posts. Before we get into the science, I just got to know, when did we adopt this whole everybody for themselves mentality, this attitude? I mean, was it here? Is this when it happened? COVID-19 is when we turn against each other. I mean, what happened to help your fellow man, help your fellow woman? How do you know you don't have the virus? Can you answer any of those questions? Any of you who don't believe you should be wearing a mask in public, but yet you might wear a mask if you weren't told to, but because you're told to, you're going to resist. We put the link up on parabnormalradio.com to a report entitled Reducing Transmission of SARS-CoV-2. And it was published May 27th in Science Magazine. So about 24 days ago, this is new science. This is not old science. This is new science. Let's update our thinking. The conclusion that this report reached was that masks and testing are necessary to combat asymptomatic spread in aerosols and droplets, which are the ways that this virus spreads. Now, right there, it says that we should be most worried about the asymptomatic. If someone's really sick, they're probably not going to be outdoors. You won't encounter them. If someone's hacking up a lung, you'll probably stay 10 miles from them. It's the asymptomatic ones that you happen to brush by or that get a little too close to you, and they're asymptomatic because you don't hold the lock and key to who gets this and who doesn't. You might think you have that power, but you don't. And, and how do you know that anybody you come in contact with does not have the virus? I mean, how can you look at someone and with your Jedi mind reading know that that person doesn't have the virus? The fact of the matter is you can't. You don't know. And therefore, it makes the most sense that everyone who should mask up, that they do it. So that it keeps exposure to a minimum. You see, because it's pretty black and white as far as I'm concerned. Either we all want this to be over and we want life to go back to somewhat normal. Or we want this stopping and restarting shenanigans to just continue. And you want the economy to implode. When we can't even get through the first wave here and we're having a resurgence because people have just gotten fed up. Here's what the report says. A large proportion of the spread of COVID-19 appears to be occurring through airborne transmission of aerosols produced by asymptomatic individuals during breathing and speaking. These aerosols can accumulate, remain infectious in indoor air for hours. Not only do you not know if someone has it, but they could have been there hours before you. And there it is in the air. And then you're not wearing a mask. Do you see the problem? Is that not common sense? Okay. The aerosols can accumulate. We, we said that. They can also uh, be easily inhaled into the lungs and deep into the lungs, which is a very, very key point. This virus goes deep into the lungs, which is unlike the flu. And when it goes deep into the lungs, your immune responses, it's like they glitch out. They seem to be temporarily bypassed. And so you can't respond, your, your, your immune system cannot respond 
in the way that it needs to protect you. This report says for society to resume, measures designed to reduce aerosol transmission must be implemented, including universal masking and regular widespread testing to identify and isolate infected asymptomatic individuals. You have governors. You have health officials. You have independent scientists in this report telling you what needs to happen. I don't get it. To mask or not to mask? That is the question. I'm Jeremy Scott. Miss the show live? Listen to it anytime, as many times as you'd like at pairofnormalradio.com. Get the tea is the number one cleansing tea in America. We cleanse you with organic ingredients, and when used daily, you can increase your energy. Cleanse from intruders that set up camp in your colon. Cleanse your colon and feel the difference. Colon cleanses can be uncomfortable. Not Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. Life Change Tea is mild yet truly effective. Cleanse your insides every day. Easy to make, easy to use, and feel the results. Are you sold? Okay, then, here's how to order. Log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Look for our specials on the front page. Get the Tea also carries top-rated supplements for those who care about their health. Naturally. Again, log on to GetTheTea.com and feel the results. And for those of you that arm yourself with information, come to our webinar every other Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You can sign up at GetTheTea.com. Hey, is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. Pair Abnormal News, I'm Brad Bernards. Scientists say the jury is still out about a mysterious green glow that traveled across the sky in the remote West Australian outback this week, according to Australia's ABC News. Night workers on remote sites from Cape Lambert to Hope Downs in the Pilbara saw the bright light just before 1 a.m., and many captured it on video. Yeah, it's going to burn out. Oh, my God. Look at these guys and girls. There were reports of sightings as far away as Northern Territory and South Australia, according to Glenn Nagel from the CISRO NASA tracking station in Canberra. It was really a spectacular observation, he said. Speculation among astronomy enthusiasts was fevered, with some suggesting it could have been the remains of a rocket launched recently. But Renee Sayers from Curtin University's Space Science and Technology Center said it was most likely a natural object. 
On Monday, a spacecraft built to withstand the scorching heat of the sun survived its close encounter with a star, as reported by Inverse.com. This is the first time the probe has gotten this close to the sun with its instruments operating. The European Space Agency and NASA developed the solar orbiter with 10 onboard features and is equipped with six different cameras. The tools will provide the first of their kind, up-close views of the sun. The spacecraft is essentially flying outside the confines of the solar system in order to peer down at the sun, studying the star from a high altitude. Using the six telescopes on board the solar orbiter, the team will be able to capture the closest images of the sun ever. The images will be released to the public in mid-July. Connect with the news at ParaAbnormalRadio.com. I'm Brad Bernards, ParaAbnormal News. Governor Gavin Newsom has issued a new statewide order requiring face masks in public. We're all talking about the second wave. We're not out of the first wave. Our numbers are going up, uh, and I'm very concerned. And we think the most impactful thing we can do, short of going back to a stay-at-home order, is wearing face coverings when we can't practice physical distancing. I will be instituting a requirement to wear face coverings while in indoor public spaces. Still remains a mandate that all New Yorkers must wear a face mask when out in public. When you wear a mask, you say, I respect you. I respect your health, and out of respect for you, I wear this mask. I work for Costco, and I'm asking this member to put on a mask, because that is our company policy. So either wear the mask... And I'm not doing it, because I woke up in a free country. That is a false flag. Excuse me, Sam, you're in violation of my... Into the paranormal, traveling as close to the speed of light as the radio waves will allow without frying ourselves. Now this morning I woke up in a free country. You are in violation of my civil and constitutional rights. Uh, take that and shove it. <laughs> to mask or not to mask. I'm Jeremy Scott, 855-790-8255. That's 855-790-8255. 503-506-0396 if you're outside North America and ITP51 on Skype. Not saying you have to wear a mask, just don't leave the house. Have your groceries delivered, have them left on your doorstep. But again, if that delivery driver has COVID, it could linger in the air and on surfaces for hours. That's what the report says. I've put the link out there, so you can't call me crazy. Well, you can call me crazy. I don't care. But the report's there, and I'm excerpting it. This is what it says, verbatim. I'm not adding anything. It says aerosols can accumulate, remain infectious indoor. Uh, in indoor air for hours can be easily inhaled deep into the lungs. And I told you how serious that is. There are two major respiratory virus transmission pathways, this report states. It says contact, direct or indirect, between people and with contaminated surfaces. Are you wearing gloves? Did you touch a lot of stuff? And then, of course, airborne inhalation is the other pathway for transmission. And by the time the symptoms actually occur... 
The patient has transmitted the virus without knowing. You've had it for weeks. After I was assaulted on public transit, those around me wanted me to get tested because if that person had it, I was no doubt to have it through hand-to-hand combat. And I was told that I did not meet the criteria and that I would have to wait two weeks before I even started developing symptoms. And this report already states it's the asymptomatic that they're most concerned about, not those with symptoms. Those with symptoms are told to stay home. And if they're feeling crummy, they're going to be at home anyway. Now, in Wuhan, China, where it is believed to have originated, it's been estimated that undiagnosed cases of COVID-19 infection, who were presumably asymptomatic, again, undiagnosed, asymptomatic, those people were responsible for 79% of the spread of the infections. 79% accountable to undiagnosed, asymptomatic individuals. I'm hoping that will sink in. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommendations for social distancing of six feet and hand washing to reduce the spread of SARS-CoV-2 are based on studies of respiratory droplets carried out in the 1930s. From the current science, it appears like it should be more than 20 feet of separation, which really means you know, public transit we, we shouldn't be having. Probably shouldn't be able to get in a vehicle with somebody else. We probably shouldn't be able to go to the store because six feet is not enough. The report adds, ultimately, the amount of ventilation, number of people, how long one visits an indoor facility, and activities that affect airflow will all modulate viral transmission pathways and exposure. So there's a number of, factor, a number of factors, and you don't know how, how good the ventilation is in any facility. And it says, for these reasons, it's important to wear properly fitted masks indoors, even when six feet apart. Not if you can be six feet apart, you don't need it. Even when you're six feet apart. Airborne transmission could account in part for the high secondary transmission rates to medical staff, which is unfortunate because they're the ones really sacrificing themselves, but also for the major outbreaks in nursing facilities. The report says masks provide a critical barrier, reducing the number of infectious viruses in exhaled breath, especially of asymptomatic people and those with mild symptoms. It said especially asymptomatic people and those with mild symptoms. And from epidemiological data, places that have been most effective in reducing the spread of COVID-19 have implemented universal masking. That includes Taiwan and Japan and Hong Kong and Singapore and South Korea. Imagine that. Universal masking and the spread went down. I I don't know how that's even possible. I mean, that's a hard one for me to comprehend. Not alone, I don't know, the past 10, 15 points I've I've made in favor of wearing a mask. Evidence suggests that uh, SARS-CoV-2 is silently spreading in aerosols exhaled by highly contagious infected vigils with no symptoms. Again, people with no symptoms, highly contagious, they're silent spreaders. Don't say that. Don't say that really loud. It's supposed to be a secret. A deep, dark secret. They're silent spreaders. Keep it quiet. Come on. It's just ridiculous is what it is. More evidence. 2009 study of influenza transmission 
involved nine infected volunteers who coughed five times onto a Petri dish while wearing a surgical mask, an N95 respirator, and no covering at all. Nearly every time someone coughed without a mask, the influenza virus showed up on the dish. But no virus was found when the volunteers wore either type of mask. Similarly, in a study still under review, 246 participants with symptoms of respiratory infection breathed into a droplet-collecting device. And when they were bare-mouthed, meaning no mask, coronavirus was detected in 30 to 40 percent of the droplet samples. When they wore a surgical mask, no coronavirus was detected. From Wired.com, another study another study using a realistic mannequin that simulated human breathing concluded that when accounting for leakage, a surgical mask can filter at least 60% of particles. So remember that. People say, well, surgical masks, just wear one of those and you'll be fine. This report says 60% of particles it can filter out. And I don't think anybody's making the case here that the mask that you and I wear is going to be 100% effective. But me wearing my mask and you wearing your mask and everybody else wearing their mask, how can it not help? We should want to get out of this together as quickly and painlessly as possible. A similar study demonstrated that surgical masks reduce exposure to aerosolized influenza virus by sixfold on average. Seems like pretty good odds, you know, that we can help reduce exposure. Neither hand sanitizer nor face masks alone produced a statistically significant effect on rates of influenza-like illnesses among 1,400 college students in Michigan together. So hand sanitizer, not much effect. Face mask, not much effect, at least on these college students. However, together, it reduced the rate by 35 to 51%. Again, we're talking lives here. We're talking livelihoods. I don't understand why limiting the spread is a bad thing. Similarly, surgical masks appeared to reduce the spread of flu within 84 households in Berlin when they were used within 36 hours of symptoms. Talking about immediate results, close to it. In Sydney, 143 households were studied, and those who wore surgical masks diligently as they were instructed reduced their daily risk of respiratory infection by an estimated 60 to 80 percent. But fewer than half of them could actually keep up with it. And then there's the experts, because they have a lot to say. And these are people with more expertise than the average Joe and Jane the Resistance. Because Joe and Jane the Resistance think they know better. These are the same people that go to the doctor and claim they need an antibiotic when they don't have a viral infection. The same people that go to the doctor faking stuff and wanting medications out of it. Joe and Jane, the resistance, they will just resist everything. They will try to say it is everything but what it is because Joe and Jane, the resistance, know better than the people who have studied this, the people who are currently working on patients. And, you know, I, I, I really appreciate when, when the experts actually change their thinking. Lindsay Marr, an environmental engineer who studies disease transmission, said, originally I agreed that only sick people should wear masks. But after observing this pandemic, I now think that if we had an infinite supply of masks, everyone should be wearing them when they go out in public. Complete 360. Benjamin Cowling, an infectious disease epidemiologist, said, If there were a plentiful supply of cheap face masks, I believe there would be a recommendation for mass masking 
We need to consider the use of masks going forward as supplies permit and develop evidence-based guidelines for homemade versions. Public health expert Shan Solin and epidemiologist Robert Hecht said, we need to change our perception that masks are only for sick people and that it's weird or shameful to wear one. If more people donned masks, it would become a social norm as well, well as a public health good. George Gao, director general of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, said America and Europe are making a big mistake by not telling the public to wear masks during the ongoing pandemic. I mean, I respect anyone whose thinking is going to evolve on the subject. It means that they consider the latest evidence and that they form an educated opinion or belief. Now, that report, Reducing Transmission of SARS-CoV-2, is from three weeks ago. It is the latest and greatest science on this matter. Forget what the experts were saying three months ago or what they weren't saying. you got to go with the data and what the data is telling us now. That's the smart thing to do. You go with what the data is telling you now. A lot of businesses run on trends and data. Data is key. We have to use that data to our advantage the science it's just too strong it's too strong for the masses to resist wearing masks now nothing is 100 percent we're not saying wear a mask and you won't get the coronavirus what we're saying is that any amount of limiting the spread of this virus is a good thing it's hard to argue anything else personally if you don't support limiting the spread i don't think you care about your fellow man and woman i think you're selfish i think it's a selfish act now let me say there are certain people who should not wear masks children asthmatics anybody really who should not have their breathing restricted but but those are the minority the rest of us should be wearing masks fact is people who have restricted breathing and are asthmatics and have compromised immune system and underlying medical conditions those people are less likely to be out because they have those conditions i would hope so why the resistance that's really the question here why the resistance why so much resistance to putting on a mask it was a request (laughs) people scoffed at it now it's a requirement but you know it's a requirement that's not going to be enforced I mean, the police aren't going to tell you you have to wear a mask. But what they will say is, look, that's their rules. And if you don't like it, leave. Police have been called out to all sorts of arguments over the past couple of months. People who want to enter private property or public property and they don't want to follow the rules of that establishment. And they're told to leave and they're escorted off. And it should be up to the owner to determine the rules, the rules that everyone will follow. Because it's not a right for you to go to the store. It's a privilege. You could grow your own food, but you're lazy. You don't have the land. It costs too much money. It's easier. It's convenient to go to the store. So, again, why the resistance? It comes down to, I think, that people just don't like being told what to do. We were told what to do by our parents when we were growing up, by our school teachers. We're told what to do by our employers. That's life. There are rules. There are laws of all sorts. Granted, there are a lot of them that make sense. There are a lot of them that don't. But 
I mean, I like to think that most of us are fair people and that we would follow the rules. We would follow guidance. I mean, as long as it makes sense and it's not going to lead us over the edge of a cliff. Well, what the science says is that masks make sense for all the reasons and more that I've outlined. And it's also a common courtesy. It's called having decency to consider the impact of your actions or lack of action, inaction on your fellow man and woman. And like I said, if you're not one of if you are one of these people who should not be wearing a mask for health reasons, don't. But again, if you have health reasons, you probably shouldn't be out in public. And if you're not one of these people, why are you so opposed to wearing one? That will likely give you a better chance of not picking up the virus from somebody else. Or say you're an asymptomatic. In that case, gives you a better chance that you're not going to spread it. So is this resistance because you don't like the government? You don't like them having power over you? Is it because you care whether they're Democrat or Republican? Come on, let's get back to being Americans first. Americans first. America first. And caring about each other, lending a hand, reaching out, thinking about how it's going to affect someone else, considering somebody else's situation. And let's get back to being Americans first and caring about each other instead of just caring about ourselves. You know, fend for yourself. No, no. And unfortunately, the protests um, have shifted the mindset that it is now okay Not to distance yourself from others just because you are wearing a mask. So because you're wearing a mask, again, it's not going to be 100% effective, but it's better than nothing. And if a lot of people are wearing a mask, the chances of the spread is fewer. Not that we're really going to get a sense of how many cases have come as the result of protests, because unless people admit to being there, how are you going to know? It's a voluntary uh, admission. Yes, I was at the protest and I have coronavirus. Because you're not entitled to tell the truth. Maybe you went to the protest and and maybe some stuff happened and now you don't support it anymore. And you don't want to be associated with it. But you go to the doctor and, and they ask, yeah, it was a part of that. And it's nothing you want to be associated with. You don't want anybody knowing. And I get that. You shouldn't have to tell that information to a doctor or to a police officer. Unless you're, you know, accused of a crime, there's going to be people who are just not going to say, yeah, I was at the protest. You know, I have COVID. I mean, I know there was one case here in Portland where somebody protested for seven days and then they tested positive for COVID. Well, if they tested positive for COVID after seven days, they had it a week before the protest started. And every one of those seven days, they spread it to someone unless everybody was wearing masks and it just collectively didn't have that effect and imagine that if we find out over time that we don't see a spike because of the protest that we see a spike because of people going to beaches to people going to bars rallies presidential rallies being held maybe that's what causes the spike only time is going to tell on this and unfortunately health officials and our so-called leaders have been so wishy-washy On this, it's hard to convince people now that the current science is actually the real science. But when we come back, I've got a major statement that is going to confirm and further make the point of everything that I have outlined so far. And then, because the show is to mask or not to mask, 
I am going to go searching for the contrary, for evidence against wearing the mask. From the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, I'm Jeremy Scott. Don't go anywhere. Jonathan Messer created a universe with the flip of a 67-cent Radio Shack switch. Paradox, the debut time travel thriller from E.G. Rowley. After being pulled unconscious from his burning home, Jonathan embarks on an incredible universe-spanning adventure while battling two warring factions. One determined to control his invention. The other bent on its ultimate destruction, fueled by painful memories. John is focused on only one goal. Save his family, no matter the cost. E.G. Rowley draws on his degree in applied science and his love of science fiction to create a dazzling, mind-bending adventure that will challenge the reality of the very universe you live in. Available at egrowley.com in paperback, audiobook, and all-new Jump Cart Audio exclusively from Jumpmaster Press. Paradox from E.G. Rowley. secret is Area 51. Yeah, and if you believe that, you'll really like this show. Into the Paranormal. I wear it for the reason that I believe it is effective. It is, it's not 100% effective. I mean, it's sort of respect for another person and have that other person respect you. You wear a mask, they wear a mask, you protect each other. I mean, I do it when I'm in the public for, for the reasons that, A, I want to protect myself and protect others, and also because I want to make it be a symbol for people to see that that's the kind of thing you should be doing. And when I walk around the street in the neighborhood where I live in Washington, D.C., which still has a considerable number of infections, it's very clear that many people are doing that. Dr. Anthony Fauci, considered one of the most trusted medical figures in the country, one of the leading members of the Trump administration's White House Coronavirus Task Force, who back at the beginning said it wasn't like SARS and that we shouldn't be wearing masks, has now learned it is worse than SARS and that we should be wearing masks. And he's even stated it as such. All the evidence you've heard so far on the uh, program tonight, that's not all of the evidence that there is on the pro side of this equation. Trust me, I... I really did look hard for some recent studies that would say the opposite because I like to bring you a balanced program. That's why I called it to mask or not to mask because that really is the question here. And when I looked for some studies that would tell me the opposite of everything you've heard so far, not only did I not find anything overwhelming, if at all, But I found an even more recent study, more recent than three weeks ago. 
you know, when it comes to what I do personally in my life, I, I do what seems smartest based on the evidence. And if there was evidence to make me reconsider that masks are a good idea, I would. But there just isn't. Unless there's something on the deep web, the dark web, that I am not aware of. And by all means, if, if something does exist, share it with me. Bring it to my attention. I don't care if there's egg on my face. I'm an honest person. I'll come back. I'll rebut. I'll add it to the end of this episode. I'll take it down off YouTube, and I'll put it back up, and I'll lose all the views. Because it's about truth. It's about evidence. It's about facts. It's not about opinion. Now, sure, you're going to find stories from months ago that say masks don't work from, like, March and April. So before stay-at-home orders went into effect and right after they went into effect, which means you don't have any evidence in which to base those assumptions on. And time has only shown that those stories have actually been proven wrong. They should be taken down. They should be removed from the Google views. And all the stories, the recent stories, should be up top. Now, I mentioned wishy-washy. And I I say that they've been wishy-washy. I just want to clarify. Because the data is evolving. Scientists are changing their minds. And in fact... A story from CNBC entitled, Why Scientists Are Changing Their Minds and Disagreeing During the Coronavirus Pandemic, makes the further point. The changing recommendations during the COVID-19 pandemic on things such as whether to wear face masks has confused the public and caused them to lose faith in science, it says. And I agree, because at first they said no, and now they're saying yes. But the story also makes the point, changing your mind based on new evidence is a badge of honor in the scientific community it's not me saying this and it says the situation is complicated by the fact that preprint research is often being debated in public on social media instead of behind closed doors people who don't have the experience to debate that data before it's been peer-reviewed that is the problem Dr. Megan Ranny who's an emergency physician at the Rhode Island Hospital has said her patients, some of them at least, coming into the ER, have refused to wear masks and that when prompted to wear one, they often quoted authorities from the World Health Organization and from the CDC who initially advised against wearing masks, saying there was little evidence that it would help prevent people from getting sick. But as she pointed out, it's uh, part of the process that leading public health authorities would adapt their thinking based on new information. Carl Bergstrom, who's a biology professor at the University of Washington just north of me, an author of a book about misinformation, explained that very little was known about the virus back in January and February. So infectious disease specialists and epidemiologists had to do their best without much data at their fingertips. Dr. Bergstrom says when you take a completely novel virus, you are starting out from a position of, by default, knowing nothing. You can at best make guesses based on what you know about previous coronaviruses and prior outbreaks of other respiratory viruses. He says over time, you get more opportunity to watch how transmission works, and you come up with new conclusions based on more evidence, and then you make those public because it's the best of what you know. So those are two more experts. Again, clearly stating it. And as I said previously, any stop of the spread has to be a good thing. 
And when you add up all of the evidence that we have seen so far, there certainly are no signs that wearing face masks is making it worse. Because when you Google masks are bad for your health, you don't get an overwhelming number of stories that state that case. You get a couple of stories from months ago that say masks aren't going to protect you and masks are bad. Now, I've heard about hypoxia. The body's tissues are starved of oxygen. There's hypercapnia, which is when you have too much carbon dioxide in the blood. Again, issues with people with underlying health conditions. That's the key here. Those people should not be wearing a mask. I've already established that. And there's nothing even remotely recent that's going to counterbalance any of this and make the case that the masses should not wear masks. Why is that? Well, because the evidence shows that masks work, that they should actually be worn by the majority. Here's another study. It was released just days ago. In fact, several studies published this month indicate that wearing face masks or coverings can effectively curb transmission of the novel coronavirus, lending support for policies requiring individuals to wear masks or coverings in public. This from advisory.com. New research including a study in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, found that requiring people to wear masks in epicenters of outbreaks may have prevented tens of thousands of infections from the virus. Researchers examined how the coronavirus was transmitted by reviewing infection trends in Wuhan, in Italy, in New York City, all of which are the early epicenters of the virus being transmitted. Researchers also observed the precautions implicated to curb the viruses spread in those epicenters and compared the rates of coronavirus infection in Italy and New York City before and after rules regarding face masks and coverings were put in place. What they found is that airborne transmission appears to be the dominant route for infection from the new coronavirus and that infection trends changed once governments enforced mask wearing rules in April. We started to see infection rates drop. And the researchers concluded that face coverings prevent both airborne transmission by blocking atomization and inhalation of virus-bearing aerosols and contact, contact transmission by blocking viral shedding of droplets. The researchers also found that the current mitigation measures, such as social distancing, quarantining, and isolation implemented like we have in the United States, are insufficient by themselves in protecting the public, but we know that masks and hand sanitizer, at least on those college students, 35 to 51% success rate. Richard Studd, who's a researcher at the University of Cambridge, also has published a model in the Proceedings of the Royal Society A that showed widespread use of face masks and coverings can help to reduce the new coronavirus spread, even if the masks or coverings don't provide complete protection against droplets that may contain the pathogen. That said wearing face masks or coverings can help to significantly curb the transmission in conjunction with lockdown orders. In fact, a review of more than 170 studies that were published earlier this month in The Lancet also concluded that wearing face masks or coverings can help curb the risk of coronavirus infection and transmission, as reported in the Post. And finally, because it, it doesn't look like anybody will gather up the cojones to call and give me any other opinion besides those in which we've presented here on the program tonight, we have to go to the people. Because Ipsos has tracked how you are responding to the pandemic. Americans, that is. I'm sorry, Canadians 
and Australians and everybody else, you weren't included in this poll. It found that more Americans are very concerned about the outbreak than they were the previous week. They've been doing this for three months, Ipsos has found, that 56% of people are extremely or very concerned about a second wave. 64% have returned to their pre-COVID lifestyles. Two-thirds say they're somewhat or very likely to self-quarantine in the event of a second wave. 85% say they are going to take steps to socially distance. 79% say they're likely to stop gathering with friends or family. 73% would stop going to non-grocery store retail outlets. And in case you want to go more in-depth on that poll, we have made the, uh, the link available. So that's what the people are saying. You know, I know that I'm going to hear from some of you, many who have uh, never reared your heads before, and you're going to be on both sides or you're going to be on one of the eight sides of this issue. But I find it more than interesting that not a single one of them are going to take the time to actually call me out live on the air because there is all the evidence. I've cited all my sources. The links are up on the website. If you can provide an alternate viewpoint... If you have some data or some research to bring to my attention, again, I'm all ears. I've done a lot of research myself. I even went back and did additional research, double-checked, triple-checked, and I still can't, for the life of me, find anything that holds up to everything that's been presented on the program tonight. And so it is a personal choice to mask or not to mask. But I have come to the conclusion that it is right to mask. It is courteous to mask. It is respectful to mask. It is smart to mask. And if you're on the other side, that's fine. I see it differently than you. I presented my evidence. Therefore, I think my case is stronger than your case because I haven't found anything that's going to tell me anything otherwise. And again, I triple dog dare anyone to bring it to my attention. I'll take down the episode. I'll research it. And I'll come back on and I'll put a rebuttal on. But I highly suspect that I'm not going to have to do that. I'd love to. More work for me. But I want to be right. I want to be factual. I want to be truthful. I don't want to be living yesterday's news, yesterday's science. I want to be living today's science and data. Good night, friends. I love you all. Even when we disagree. Thank you for supporting our advertisers. It keeps the show free for everyone. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How do you like to learn the secret to losing three to five pounds a week without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt RX. For the last two decades, we've helped countless people lose thousands of pounds. And now... 
It's your turn. Learn how to lose weight with one simple phone call and no prescription needed. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a risk-free money-back guarantee. So if you're ready to start losing weight, call right now and get a free month supply with your first order of Body Sculpt RX. Call now. You have nothing to lose but the pounds. 800-395-4207. 800-395-4207. 800-395-4207. That's 800-395-4207. You've heard me talking about my Patriot supply for a while and things aren't getting any easier. From global conflicts and unstable supply chains, when shelves run on empty, you don't have to panic. Choose peace of mind with their three-month emergency food supply to keep your shelves and your stomach full. In an emergency, you won't have the time, resources, and ingredients to prepare your meals in the way you're used to. But you can get a leg up with My Patriot Supply. It's a three-month emergency food supply. You don't have to skimp. It's ready when you are. It's disaster-proof. And no food boredom here. 20-plus flavorful food and drink varieties. My Patriot Supply is offering a special deal for Into the Parabnormal listeners when you go to parabnormalradio.com slash food. Get your My Patriot Supply today from parabnormalradio.com slash food. That's parabnormalradio.com slash food. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.